Welcome to the Student Ministry Podcast. My name is Steve Cullum, and I'm your host, and I am so grateful that you're back again for another episode. Today, I get to talk to one of my best friends, Dan Vols. Uh, Dan is an awesome volunteer in ministry, and I know a lot of you are are volunteers, and you've been you know, hearing all these stories from paid people, and you're like, that's cool. I, I wish I could be paid, but I'm not. Or maybe you're part-time, and you're trying to you know, work in another job, or, or you know, maybe you do have a day job and, and all you can do is just volunteer. Or maybe you have some awesome volunteers. Hopefully you do have some awesome volunteers on your team and you are paid, but you're like, how can I be better for them? And how can I take care of them more? So that's one of the reasons I have Dan on the show today to, to talk about his experience as a volunteer. Dan and I have been friends for a really long time and uh, he has served as a volunteer for my ministry for at least two different ministries. And I am so grateful for his heart for ministry and the fact that he keeps coming back to volunteer over and over and over again. And currently he's at Taylorville Christian Church in Taylorville, Illinois, and uh, just really dedicated to that ministry for about eight years, I think now, and uh, just really supporting the student ministers that they had uh, along the way and and just being able to pour into the, the students and the families there. And um, just, like I said, so grateful for his heart and, and possibly maybe as you're listening, you know uh, someone in your ministry that that is very similar to this. And so um, maybe you want to pass this on to them after you hear it, or or maybe you want to just encourage them or, or speaking into them or or take some of the tips that, that Dan has and some of the ways that he's been appreciated and, and do that for your volunteers. And so um, I'm so grateful for you to be able to hear this conversation today. But before we jump into that, we do. We need to thank our, our sponsors because they're kind of like our volunteers for this podcast. I mean, they willingly give of their their resources to make this happen, and so we want to thank our sponsors. First of all, WorkCamp NE. That their website is w o r k c a m p n e dot com. And if you're looking for an opportunity to take your students on a, a mission trip, a service based mission trip, that that really gives them an opportunity to give back to the local community. This is an awesome opportunity for that. Um, opportunities galore. Um, and I and I know that that I've talked about this time and time again on the podcast, but definitely want to check out their, their website if you're looking for something like this for your students. I have had a relationship with them for quite a long time and, and taken several students um, on trips with them. Excellent opportunity with them. So check out WORKCAMPNE.com. And we also want to thank our other combined sponsorship between the the, uh, National Network of Youth Ministries. Their website is youthworkers.net and reachyouthne.com. And that that belongs to Reach Youth uh, New England. And both of these organizations are all about connecting youth workers together. So maybe you're on your own and maybe you're brand new or maybe you've been in your you where you are for a long time, but you feel like you're kind of on your own, make sure you check out these websites, youthworkers.net and reachyouthne.com to to find other youth workers in your area and connect with them. And with that being said, uh, let's jump into this conversation with Dan. I know you're going to be blessed by this, and uh, I do want to apologize as I was listening back to my conversation with him, it seemed like I, I, I may have been breathing into the microphone a little bit too much this time. So I apologize if you hear a lot of breathing. Um, that was me. I was probably a too, little too close to the microphone this time. So uh, hopefully that's not too much of a distraction and you can actually uh, get some great um, stuff out of what Dan said today. Hey, Dan, thanks for joining us today on the Student Ministry Podcast. No, no problem. I'm glad to, glad to help you out. 
So, uh, yeah, as I've said already at this point, Dan and I have known each other for quite a long time, um, since high school. And I, we won't tell people how long ago that was, uh, cause it's getting to that point where it, it was, it was a long time ago now. Um, <laughs> but room together in grad school and have done ministries together, uh, on a couple different occasions at a couple different churches. And, uh, so I know you pretty well, Dan, but listeners out there probably, they need to know your story and see, uh, you know, so let's tell us a little bit what God has done in your life to, to bring you to the point where you are today. All right. Well, um, I grew up in a family that church was and God and Jesus was very, very important. Um, there are pictures of me in at least two different churches where I'm in the studs of the walls as they're being built <laughs> of churches. Um, but I have kind of a different story going into it than a lot of the people that you've interviewed where they have that one youth minister that just poured into them and that's why they're in youth ministry. I'm kind of the opposite story where I never had that growing up. Um, I didn't have a youth ministry growing up. Uh, my church that I grew up when I was younger was very, very small, about 40 people. I was thrown into the adult class when I was 16. Um, so I just never had that. Um, went through some tough things in junior high. And so like looking back, that would have been a point had I had a youth ministry would have been a very important thing to have. So my reason for being in youth ministry uh, is a little more of, I want to be able to give kids the things that I didn't have Hmm. to be there in that point of, uh, in their life to help that transition from junior high to high school. And where a lot of that struggle to find identity and who you are and who you are in Christ is. Yeah. Yeah. That's something that, that I know about you too, because I know you've, you've always felt especially drawn to middle school specifically because that was a, that was a point in your life that you really struggled through. Um, I think that's, you know, it's, it's weird how God works in your life like that. But I think a lot of times when you go through something that is, is particularly hard, that's when, you know, God kind of softens your heart to other people that are you know going through something similar. And so that's, you've been working with students for quite a long time. Um, how did, how did, how did that, all that work out? I guess what was, what did, how did God finally kind of get you connected and, and everything with, with student ministry? Um, well, um, when I was between my sophomore and, or I'm sorry, freshman and sophomore year of college, um, I had gone to a retreat that was actually mainly for high school kids, but somebody was like, you're a freshman in college, (laughs) we'll sneak you in. And that was kind of at the point, uh, where like my mindset changed, Um, And it wasn't so much that anything in the weekend was super impactful uh, or there was something that, you know, just like somebody said something that just completely changed your mind. It was actually this one uh, moment every morning where we would come back from breakfast and our beds would be made. (laughs) And so it was like this this whole thing of these people are serving me not because in not just a way that said – okay, we're doing the things we have to in the bare minimum. They were doing something for me that, frankly, I probably wouldn't have done myself. <laughs> so it was like that moment kind of went from my mindset of since sixth grade going, I'm going to be an architectural engineer. 
I'm, you know, I'm just going to be in there. I'm going to have a job, have the money, you know, and go on from there to more of a, Hey, you need to be doing something different with your life. Hmm. So I spent, Oh gosh, probably four or five months trying to figure out what I was actually supposed to do. Cause God has a funny way of going, you're not supposed to do that, but <laughs> you know, not exactly telling you the exact thing you're supposed to do right away. <laughs> right. And it's more of just, Hey, trust me. I got this. I know where we're going. Um, so I can, I can remember one very vivid like night where I was just like battling, you know, going, what am I supposed to do? Cause I'm in college, I'm in a junior college trying to hit this route, but where am I supposed to go from here? And, uh, kind of the, the idea of Moses leading God's people and going back to the people that he was born out of, um, that kind of, that idea kept running through my mind and a lot of, uh, a lot of tears later, um, kind of figured, okay, I need to change my direction. Uh, decided to go to LCU had or Lincoln Christian university was Lincoln Christian college at the time. Um, had never been on the campus, had only talked to people that had gone there because of, uh, <laughs> church camps that I had attended or, or worked at. And, um, I knew you. And so kind of went that for some odd reason, got the bright idea to be a walk on on the soccer team <laughs> at LCU. I don't know who influenced um, you to do that at all. <laughs> no, I have no idea. <laughs> I um, didn't realize you hadn't actually been on campus before that. That's that's crazy. So it was just no. it was really just the people that you had seen come out of that school and and the connections that you had that really convinced you that was that was someplace God want, might want to take you. Exactly. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Walking onto campus for the first time, having never been on there, is kind of a Surprise, but mm-hmm. you learn to love it. Um, but yeah, I just kind of from there got got connected. And really, I mean, I'd say probably you're one of the reasons that I do ministry because you're one of the, you're one of the first people that I worked with. Uh, um, you know, directly and hmm. for for that sake. You know, you Brian Medeiros, um, well Tim Ewells, but. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> who doesn't do much because of Tim Ewells. But <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, but yeah, like that kind of um, there, and then having people who were pouring into me in not just a "Hey, you're here to serve us," but you're important hmm. to the success of the ministry. Um, that that mentality was very important. Um, you know, I'm not a gifted speaker. I'm not a gift, like a lot of those other gifts that people have, but I have a heart to serve and will pretty much do anything that anybody needs me to do. It's true. So, and I'm very grateful for that. <laughs> um, so that's kind of how I got into it. Um, and then once you decided to leave and go across country and <laughs> refuse to be in the same time zone as me anymore, um, it, uh, There's been a, a few invitations to join me in the time zones that I've been in, but you know. <laughs> I know. But anyway. yeah, so like I just um, kind of just couldn't stop youth ministry to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it just becomes part of who you are, and that I know in this probably what I've been 
doing youth ministry in one way or another since 2002, I think. Yeah, that's probably about right, Matt. Um, there's been like one year I haven't served. Hmm. Um, and that was just kind of a transition time of trying to get started at a new church and figure all that. Right. Figure that out. But uh, once once I got connected at the current church I'm at, I just keep keep coming back and and loving it and trying to trying to work with our kids and learn learn new kids in a different area. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah. Cool. So, so I know what you've done with me. Um, you know, I've been a, a very faithful volunteer in, in two of the ministries that I have led in and uh, been awesome. In fact, like I, like I said, I've, I've tried to pull you along into other churches um, and try to get to move across country, but hasn't happened yet. Um, but but uh, a very faithful volunteer for, for those things, just having people that, that are willing to just jump in and do whatever is needed for the students and to make the ministry happen has been awesome to to have you there along the way and i know that other churches ha- since then have benefited from that um as well so talk about your current church ministry i know that you've had so as a volunteer you've seen a lot of turnover within the student ministry role um in the last several years um and so over that you've stayed steady and and some other volunteers have stayed steady throughout that whole thing and and now being in a position where that has been the case like there was a lot of turnover at the current church that I'm at um before I got there and I'm incredibly grateful for those volunteers that stayed steady throughout the whole time um so talk a little bit about that like how how that was I guess if if you can and then kind of what what the current ministry looks like um it was it's been probably definitely tough over the last six to eight years. Um, you know, we hit that perfect statistic of about eight, every 18 to 24 months, there's a turnover in youth ministry staff. Hmm. Um, so we'd have that. And then of course you get into the whole, okay, now we need to form a committee to find somebody else. And so then you're looking at another six months to a year before somebody can get in there to really take ownership of a ministry. Um, there, there were people that were interims, um, but most of what they were trying to do was just keep it going and not necessarily trying to put anything new in place. Part of that was you didn't want to put all that time and energy into it because the new person could come in and, that's not the direction that they want to go. Right. Right. Um, so a lot of the job as the volunteers that are there after the person leaves, um, and it can be for a good reason or, you know, whatever reason, um, is just trying to maintain a semblance of consistency with the kids Mm -hmm. that they've just had somebody that they've, decided to put trust and respect and love into and whether it's a good or bad reason just walked out of their life. Mm -hmm. Um, and so you've kind of got to be there as that consistency to say, you know what, that happened, but we're still here. We still love you. We still want to pour into your lives. Um, and so that, that can be hard. We've had kids walk away because their, their person, their minister isn't there anymore. 
Mm. Um, so there's a lot of like fluctuation and it goes up and down, but you know, at the end of the day, you can't be there because a certain minister is there as much as you may have loved them and, and that, and just be happy to be around their ministry. You can't go into volunteering because of any one person. It has to be Mm. because of the kids Yeah, or else it's just not going to you're going to fluctuate in and out of their lives as much as the other person. Right. So. Right. Well, so, so what's the current ministry look like there at Taylorville? Like what's your role and how do, how do things go on a week to week basis? Um, we have, uh, luckily we've had a, a minister just stay for longer than that two year period. So I think he's, he's here for a while, mm-hmm. um, which is good. Um, and so, I'm kind of, I don't know. I don't know exactly what the exact title is, but unpaid assistant, maybe. I don't okay. know. <laughs> um, but there, there's a lot of things that I don't, he's just not as, uh, I don't want to, I don't know. I don't want it to come across as <laughs> sounding no, bad. By no, I think I, I'm, I'm guessing what you're getting at is, you know, we all have gift sets. And right. we need to be clear about the things that we're not good at. For instance, like I am not the greatest at leading worship. You know, I, I can sing, I can play guitar, but I have a person on my staff that is amazing at it. And I'm very grateful for her because that is her main area of giftedness. And she's not necessarily a gifted lead, you know, speaker. And so right. I take care of that. So yeah, you balance each other out a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Right. And so like, I'm, I'm kind of there trying to fill in some of those, those areas, not always the greatest at it, but, um, like those really fun events, that's, he's more into teaching and, and that kind of thing. I'm fine helping and (laughs) doing that kind of things. Um, one of the times we were in transition, um, we pulled off a photo scavenger hunt in like a day and a half (laughs) because I had to. (laughs) um but out of that it's become one of the events that the kids look forward to Hmm. over the the last four or five years um and i think but without good volunteers in place that would have never happened and we wouldn't have been able to pull off that event that kind of said hey we're still here for you right um, but currently, uh, we do ministry twice a week as far as, um, groups. Uh, we have junior high in on Wednesdays, uh, senior high on Sunday nights. And then there's a combined Sunday school, uh, usually on Sunday morning. So that that's kind of where we're at right now. We're even in kind of a, an exciting transition time because we are getting ready to build a new building, uh, that has a defined use space. Cool. Uh, so that's kind of all new. What does that look like? How, you know, how do we shape things around that? So there's a lot of questions going back and forth of, okay, do we combine again to fill the space mm-hmm. or I <laughs> do that kind of thing, but we'll, we'll figure it out. And I mean, luckily we have a, a lot of really good people who are there for the right reason and we can, we can move forward. Yeah. That's cool. So do you help out with all areas of the student ministry or specifically with middle school or high school or midweek? Um, I I have kind of taken a putting my focus on high schoolers. Okay. Um, 
I'm saying I probably didn't mention this at the, the beginning, but uh, my uh, my wife and I, um, ever since we've been married, uh, do ministry together, and that has been our our love. That's that's how we do it. And mm-hmm. I know you and you and Yvette are the same way. It's true. But I never got to benefit of both of you together, though. I know. I, I think and, I need this. Uh, <laughs> Anyhow. <laughs> But unfortunately, because, uh, well, not unfortunately because we had kids, but because we had kids, unfortunately, we can't do as much together. Right. Um, And so we kind of made a conscious decision of we still both want to serve in youth ministry. Um, And so she shifted her focus to junior high and the junior high girls specifically. Mm. uh, And I shifted up to high school. Um, because they're on opposite nights. So there's always somebody to take care of the kids. Okay. Um, that's kind of how we balance ministry and life and all the craziness that is mm. that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's cool. So that's, that's awesome. And, and so like through that, that that's something else that's, that's cool is that, you know, you've been able to, to still keep up that level of volunteering. I mean, not maybe at the same level, but you've still been able to keep volunteering and everything, even with kids. And I think that's that kind of scares a lot of people. Even Yvette and I have talked about that. We're like, man, are we going to be able to do as much as we really want to when we have kids? But it's it is still possible. So it's cool to hear, um, you know, success stories of people that has have right. been able to still you know give as much as they can as they want to to the the student ministry and still be able to you know raise their own family and everything too. Yeah, it's an adventure. I mean, there's always things that come up and you can't, you know, there are nights that you have to go I'd call in and be like, I just can't make it because whatever happened. But, you know, if, luckily, if you have a good enough uh, volunteer staff, one night without one person can usually survive. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So. I'm sure you've learned a lot through the years. I mean, through your through your time at um, in Bible college, but also lots of experience from from the volunteers' perspective. Seeing, I'm I'm sure seeing me fail uh, several times um, and learning from mistakes I won't that I've made. Any of that. Uh, but <laughs> um, but. But uh, maybe maybe a good thing every once in a while. But um, what are what are some of the things that you've learned from from a volunteer perspective that you know maybe there's actually hopefully we have you know volunteer um, either youth leaders who are just you know steady small group leaders or something like that where there's consistently volunteering for a church or maybe there's actually volunteer youth ministers out there who work at really small churches and that's all they have they don't actually have the money to pay their their youth minister and it's just solely on their their you know own shoulders and so volunteers hopefully are listening to this what's some things that you've learned from a volunteer perspective um I'd say one thing is you're never going to be perfect. So if you go into it thinking that you can put on some perfect persona, hmm. it's never going to happen and the kids are going to see right through it. Hmm. So be you. Um, Cause if, if you're not somebody who likes sports, don't pretend like it. <laughs> if you're not, you know, if you don't fit into whatever category, just be you. There is a kid out there that needs you. Um, I know from my time at Jeff street, uh, with you, there was, you know, there's certain kids that were the quiet ones and the ones that didn't really fit any particular mold, but I gravitated toward them and they gravitated toward me. And, you know, one of them ended up standing up in my wedding. So Mm -hmm. you, 
you develop those bond because God created you to be you, hmm. not because you're supposed to be somebody else because you think that's the way youth ministry is supposed to be done. Hmm. That's that's good advice even for the paid people is I think I've found myself in that. Like I am very grateful to have teams of volunteers because together we can reach a lot more people. But I find myself even fighting that because I want to be all things to all people. And that's just that's that's a possible for Paul. But even Jesus, like at times it wasn't that way. So like he didn't like bend himself to everybody. Um, he stuck with true to who he was. And I think that's 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 a really good, you know, word of wisdom. Anything else? Um, I'd say probably like if you are like in that position of leadership where you're paid or you're the unpaid youth minister and you're the person in that leadership, pour into your staff mm. um, in a way that's meaningful. Um, one of the first uh, youth ministries that I that I worked with under under Brian Medeiros. Um, he was willing to pay my way to go out to sit, saddle back to go out to a conference with him. And I was like, I can't pay. Like, mm-hmm. there's no way I could afford the plane ticket, the conference, the hotel. He's like, don't worry about it. You're going to give more to us back by having attended this. Mm-hmm. Then we're losing out on, on the money. And that, like that really moment said, you know what? they're not just here because I'm a warm body in a room for security purposes. Hmm. They care about my spiritual growth because it affects the kids. Yeah. Um, and so those, those moments when you can really do it, cause I've, I've been in other youth ministries where I might as well have just been a student myself because the, the minister was like, I don't want to go too far into it, but yeah, you know, like, they just kept all their plans to themselves. They just, they just did it. And so all the volunteers were basically just warm bodies in the room to make sure we yeah. had enough race. Hmm. Uh, and so that, and because I was there for the kids, I didn't quit. Mm-hmm. But if I hadn't, if I had just been new to volunteering or hadn't been through and been like, why am I even here? Why am I putting my time and effort into this one? The kids aren't getting anything out of it. I'm not getting anything out of it. You know, the staff obviously doesn't care whether I'm there or not. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's huge. So other than like the trips and stuff. So I'm, I'm sure that there's a lot of people like me, like out there that like, (laughs) I'm very grateful for my wife because she is an encourager by nature. Like she's just wired that way. So she really picks up my slack in a lot of ways. Um, but what are some of the other ways other th- in addition to, you know, paying for a trip to the conference and stuff like that? What's, what's some other ways that you felt the most appreciated as a volunteer? Um, and I think, uh, probably just the willingness to see the paid staff give up a portion of their job and feel okay with you doing it. Hmm. Um, where it's not like they trust you to, basically take their title Hmm. and, and be that it just, you know, it says to the, to the volunteer, Hey, I trust you enough to take my place in whatever that endeavor is. Hmm. And it can be, I mean, it can be small stuff, but it, it instills that idea that, Hey, we really do care that you're here and that we want you to do something. Um, 
I can I can remember the the first time I tried to volunteer at my current church, and uh, we said, "Oh, hey," they said, "Okay, show up," and then they didn't have a place for us. They didn't. They were like, "Hey, drive your own car." We're like, "Okay, well, why did we show up? We're not investing in the kids." And now we're just driving around our car around town singing Christmas songs. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, that's the way not to do it. <laughs> so like if you've asked somebody or somebody, which is more importantly, if somebody has come up and said, Hey, I want to work with your students when they come the first time, act like there's a place for them. Hmm. Yeah. If that, I mean, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think that's, that's, that's huge. I mean, and I think there's a lot of, you know, it's probably small things that people have done, you know, over the years, you know, trying to, you know, send thank you cards or thank you in person or, you know, meals or hang out and different things like that. But it's, but what I hear, like, like from your perspective, one of the biggest things is just to really treat you as a valuable member of the team that there's a reason why you're there. And, and you need to know that and, and feel like you're you're there for a reason and that they actually value that. Yeah, so. I mean, I'm, and uh, I'm just one perspective, but yeah, I mean, the other stuff's not, I mean, it's appreciative, but, you know, I want to know that what I'm doing is valuable because I'm, I'm giving up my time, you know, with my family now. I mean, it's not just, you know, like I'm giving up my time and somebody else's time at this point. <laughs> right. Right. Has there been anything uh, that anyone has done kind of along those lines that that has really helped you? Um, you know, the conferences are cool, but anything else to, to help you become a, an even better volunteer? Because that's one, that's one of the things that I know I'm thinking about a lot is how can I help my volunteers to become even better leaders? Um, is there anything that kind of really sticks out that, yeah, like that was something that really helped you grow? I mean, I think a lot of it is just kind of the the room to to try things hmm. and i mean it's not always going to work i mean but you put those um you put those pieces together you know let them teach a lesson let them do different things that really helps navigate okay yeah i'm here but where exactly is my place hmm. um you know cuz we don't I had the blessing to go to a Bible college and go through all those things to try to find your giftedness. But the majority of your volunteers didn't have that. Yeah. Um, so it's, a uh, it's something of, you know, people letting me just kind of figure it out, um, with the idea that it's okay to fail with a safety net. Mm. Um, if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I think a lot of times we we try to at least a lot of a lot of student ministers will try to do that with our students, but maybe sometimes we forget to allow our volunteer leaders, our adults, to do the same thing to to fail, but be a safe place to fail and to try new things because they're learning just alongside the students. Like sometimes I've I know I've brought on volunteers that were brand new Christians and I've had teenagers that were Christians longer than some of our leaders. Um, right. And so they're, they're trying to figure out as they go as well. And it's better creating a, a safe environment where they can try things. It kind of seems like what you're talking about. Yeah. Well, Dan, I know um, some people are probably going to want to connect with you. 
And I know you're not you're not huge on social media, but if someone was to try to say, "Hey, I, I want to get a hold of Dan. I want to talk about his his volunteer experience a little more," and uh, how what's the best way for them to get in touch with you? Um, probably just my email, and okay. it's just my name at gmail dot com. All right. So that's usually the quickest. Um, I can't say that I will answer right away. Uh, my 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 job does not really like me having my phone out. So <laughs> so if if I'm going to answer, it'll probably be after work and after the kids get to bed. So mm-hmm. cool, cool. Well, Dan, I, it's always a great time to talk with you. You're one of my best friends, so um, it's I, I like to have the excuse of interviewing for the podcast to to, to get to talk to you, but. Um, Man, uh, thanks for all you've done through the years as as one of my volunteers, and um, maybe one day we'll get to, to serve together again. Um, but until then, you know, I, I pray just blessings upon your ministry there in Taylorville, and uh, and and love the fact that you're able to you and your wife are able to bring you know so much to the ministry from volunteers' perspectives. It's it's been cool to to see that through the years, and now to see it you know over the last several years from afar. So I'm sure the the students and the families there are really you know, they're, they're, you're definitely a blessing for them. So thanks for all the work you've done. Thanks. Well, we want to thank you guys again for tuning in to the student ministry podcast. Uh, this episode 22, I've been doing it for 22 episodes and, uh, just every conversation is so great and so rich to just to hear what God is doing in the lives of other student ministry workers around the world. And, and it's just, grow from from their experience and and hopefully today has been another one of those for you and uh and if it has been please do me a favor and share this with others and and also if you could um just take a moment and and leave a positive comment if if you enjoy what you do here leave a positive comment on one of the podcasters out there itunes or stitcher tune in radio podbean whatever it is that you however you listen to this podcast um just that positive comment is awesome because it helps us kind of rise to the top and it helps others find this this podcast. So um, thank you so much for always tuning in and and checking us out and sharing us. That's This is awesome. And uh, I'm so grateful for this opportunity to have these conversations and to share them with you. I want to thank our sponsors really quick. Once again, uh, WorkCamp NE, uh, National Network of Youth Ministries, and Reach Youth New England. Thank you so much to their uh, sponsorship month after month after month. It's been awesome for them to just to play a role in this and uh, make sure you go check out their websites and uh, that'd be an awesome way for you to give them love in return for what they've done for this podcast. So check out W-O-R-K-C-A-M-P-N-E.com for WorkCamp N-E and you can also check out the uh, National Network's website at youthworkers.net or Reach Youth New England's website at reachyouthne.com. Like I said, show them some love. And uh, thank you so much for tuning in once again. And until we meet again on the next episode, may God bless your ministry.